Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> Stephen Dill. <laughs> I'm not affiliated with a musician, but let it be known. My name is this. Stephen, Stephen Dill. 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 Sincerely me. <laughs> If Stefan, yeah, if Stefan were like, a, if this were like an animated series and Stefan were like a pickle, he would be like, yeah, Stefan Dill. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, like Dill Pickle and Rugrats. He's yeah. a pickle, right? Yeah, he's a pickle. He's Tommy's brother. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Rugrats. So it's like a series about a bunch of little gherkins running around, right? <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Yes, a team uh, that, that comprises of Sinyi, Jonas, and his daughter, Sarah, Alexi, the Enforcer Wartime Catalyst, and the newest member, Fenriel and Fennec. You've arrived at Inbrary, a town north of Limestone, uh, which was used to be known as Kingston, after a civil uprising. Uh, the support class against the executive class after some misgivings, and now you arrive uh, in the late afternoon, probably at this point, a rainy afternoon, uh, into Inverary, where it appears that all the refugees uh, are now here in this town, and you are now just sorting through, uh, seeing what's available. It seems that uh, resources are scarce, and uh, there's too many people for this small space. Um, and Fenriel, uh, to go off uh, by yourself, uh, kind of... Uh, excited for the prospect of looting and perhaps making use of this chaos. It seems like the chaos gets the best of you as you are accosted by a tall mercenary woman who dragged you and outstrength you uh, to uh, the outer side of Inverary. But very, very luckily, uh, you did send uh, Fennec to find help. But also, Alexei, you managed to spy with a very high luck rule that indeed your uh, newest friend was taken captive. Uh, and uh, so you said to the rest of your party that you would take care of this. Uh, and that left uh, Jonas and Sinyi to go back to the car. Uh, but we'll be taking the action up with uh, the Fenrir side of things. Um, but uh, Jonas, uh, John, uh, sorry, not Jonas, John, uh, you rolled very high for luck, meaning that mm. you can come in uh, however you wish as Alexi at any kind of point. I think you rolled something like a 16 or an 18. Okay. So I kind of leave that to your discretion. Great. Uh, and uh, because the scene will focus on Fenriel, um, as I state the scene here, there are uh, a variety of other kind of captives uh, that we'll learn more about. And I think this could be a cool opportunity, um, Stefan and Louisa, if you're interested in, to just jump in and kind of make uh, these captive characters on the fly. Uh, as I mentioned last time, these are other thieves, ne'er-do-wells, people who are caught in the act of doing something that is, you know, just at face value illegal. Fenriel, you find yourself in a greenhouse. Uh, it is a tall structure, uh, probably about two and a half stories tall, with uh, white canvassing that surrounds it, and a variety of crops, but at a glance seems like corn-type crops, just very tall, green-standing plants uh, here uh, in this uh, springtime. Uh, it seems a little warmer in here. And uh, you've been held 
held captive here for the past 15 minutes uh, with two other captives, uh, potentially played by Louisa and Stefan, uh, to your right and left. And you all kind of have that caged animal kind of feeling. Um, one of these captives tried to leave at one point, but then your uh, captor, uh, this taller woman with a shock of red hair, pulled out a gun that made it very clear not to uh, leave. And you were approached by a man with a cane flanked by a much larger man, uh, almost as wide as Alexi themselves, but much shorter, uh, as they approached. And uh, he uh, stated with a lisp that you are all thieves um, and also potentially uh, fools. Uh, but now I'm kind of having your attention, uh, yourself and these four other people um, here. Actually, there's five of you in total. Uh, he carries on. Now, I know this is not the best position for you to be in, but I would hear me out. My name is Samuel Trafalgar, and I'm sure you are quite aware that these parts have been a little appended a little chaotic since, well, the city to the south has gone under. I mean to make the best of the situation and could use people of your talents. However, you must prove yourself, of course. And so, I thought it might entertain us all if we had a little game. Zach kind of reaches uh, for his associate here who passes him a, a yellow envelope and he opens it up and he takes out a American $10 bill and puts it inside. Uh, this is your prize. This is $10, of course, that uh, two of you, uh, you and you, he just kind of points uh, to his right here uh, to uh, two uh, men, uh, we'll say one older and one slightly younger, um, will guard and uh, the three of you uh, he points towards you, Fenriel, uh, and the two other uh, characters besides you. We'll have to steal. And if you steal, you will prove that you are, have good worth as a thief, and you can divide up the loot however you wish. Any questions? Oh, sorry, I should mention, this is not a lethal sport by any means. There will be no... Violence of any obscene nature. No knives, no blades, nothing lethal. Just a game of cat and mouse, as it were. Um, can I have my, my person like raise their hand? He's like visibly sweating. Kind of like Great. raises his hand. Uh, yep, yeah, sorry, hi. Uh, and he like looks around. He looks to the, the other people crouching. Uh, sorry, I, I don't, I, can we, what, what happens if we lose? If you lose, you don't get the money, and, uh, well, you make it clear you're not worth my employ. This is almost as if a job interview, and you lose your opportunity. Right. Not actually interested in playing the game, if I'm being perfectly honest. My, my character also says, actually, I, I think I'd prefer to walk away as well, like looking over to the one who just said this. I think I actually would prefer to also just maybe leave. It does seem like Checkers is more interesting than this game that we are supposed to play. <laughs> I'd be down for a game of Checkers. Actually, I think the three of us are just really interested in Checkers. I, I'm not. I want to go home. Shh, shut up. We're going to play Checkers. Sorry. Red or black for you? As uh, the man looks down his feet, you are all trying to steal something. I find it very hard to believe that 
you would not want money. But if you do not want money or employment, fine. You may leave. Well, that was easy. Okay, you, go, guys. Go. Let's go. Right. Uh, thank you. And can Fenrir get up to go and try to still grab the money? Uh, we have to approach the man. So the exit oh. is behind you, and he's holding the envelope uh, with his bodyguard and the two others. Um, the uh, two other uh, guys just kind of uh, shrug and be like, I guess that means we get it? <laughs> no, sorry. My, my character doesn't leave. Okay. My character's like, all right, yeah, let's go, guys. Go ahead. Wait, why aren't you leaving? Oh, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. You, yeah. Oh, I see. You think you're going to steal it without us here much easier, huh? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm going to be right behind you. I, I just, I, I'll be right there, I swear. I don't, you go play checkers. I'm, I love checkers. You have the count of five to either leave or you're joining the game. Please take a step back or a step forward, depending on which you wish to do. My character kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm in. One, two, three, four. Ah, hell. Five. I'm in too. Uh, sure. If you didn't take a step forward, you kind of like, and I'm afraid that means that you didn't make a choice and you are eliminated. You may leave. C can I watch at least? It looks like it will be more interesting than anything else going on. Uh, he kind of <laughs> winces at you a little bit. You seem to be a little indecisive. Please leave. <laughs> he slowly <laughs> hobbles out. <laughs> Poor Ting. I hope she finds someone to play checkers with her. I put my money on you if I had any. He points at Fenrir. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that just the nicest thing? My character just quickly, like as she leaves, like looks over to... Uh, uh, to Fenrir and kind of mumbles. He's like, "You should have left, Squirrel Girl." And then, like, looks, looks, uh, looks back to listen to the rules. She's gonna look at him and go, "This is queer. This is clearly a deer pelt. What squirrel <laughs> do you know that's this large?" <laughs> Idiot. Now, if there's nothing else, we will start with the game. I will be hiding this envelope uh, just to the north here, through the um, greenhouse. Uh, there will be a structure that you will see it. Just look for the yellow envelope. And once you find it, you just have to make your way past these two people who will be serving as guards. You steal the envelope. The money is yours. Uh, wait till my associate, associate says go, which should be in about a couple minutes. I look forward to watching the competition and seeing if we have a future together. As uh, he just kind of smiles uh, a little, you know, half enthused, uh, but then with his cane, uh, you know, uh, makes his way uh, back through the corn husks uh, with his bodyguard kind of eyeing you all and following him. Uh, leaving Stefan, your character, and Fenriel uh, alone together. Except for, sorry, the uh, mercenary, uh, the red-headed mercenary who just kind of looks on. Did this one rough you up then? She points to the red, uh, the red-headed mercenary. She smiles curtly. A little. Yeah. It could have been worse, thieves. It could have been much worse. And you hear uh, the mercenary kind of look from over her shoulder, look back and say, go. And Fenriel just looks at this other guy and goes, tell you what, I'll give you a head start. 
my <laughs> my my character looks. He's like, no, you. And he sits back. <laughs> I'll give you the head start. All right. And Fenriel runs. And then he, and then he uh, 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 never mind, nothing. And then he, and then he, he runs after. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> yeah. So the landscape ahead of you here, like I said, is this greenhouse. So you're pretty much going for the cornfield, as it were, uh, you know, just north. And you see uh, this kind of structure that the man pointed at uh, before. It seems to be some kind of watering tower uh, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, you're hidden uh, by the husks of these, uh, you know, these plants here as you're running through. And uh, the camera will stick with you, Fenriel, uh, until, you know, we learn more about Stefan's character or you, and you know, include that character. And Stefan, your your character will use fate rolls to be luck rolls to determine their success. Okay. Um, so Christy, in following Fenriel, uh, you're running through here. What is your tactic? Are you just all out sprinting towards a tower? Is there another tactic in mind? Uh, what's your plan of action? Well, if I'm being perfectly honest, my first thought was set everything on fire. But, um... <laughs> okay, another good, good game. Good tactic. Like, yeah, destroy good everything. One. So, my guess, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Julian, is that because she has some tracking ability just from living in the woods practically her whole life, um, she would probably be able to tell from footprints which was fast and which were steady. But yeah, make another intelligence roll for that. Uh, 14. Yes. Good, good eye. Uh, you can actually tell the telltale kind of hit of the cane uh, of the man who, you know, claims to be a future employer. Uh, and you can follow that as they're much shorter strides compared to uh, this this thief running off. Yeah, you can follow the path. Um, and uh, if you wish, if you're just kind of approaching stealthily, uh, are you kind of sneak. Yeah, uh, no roll needed for this, as you've rolled very high so far, and uh, Stefan's character is, you know, definitely causing distraction. Um, Stefan, uh, I need you once again to make a fortune roll for this character to Let's see how uh, how their advance is. Oh, it, that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not the oriented, thought oriented, not luck oriented. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. see uh, through the uh, woods here that these uh, two uh, men who were set to guard uh, this water tower um, are surely enough uh, just kind of like, before you know it, you can hear Stefan's character kind of struggling as one has kind of pinned uh, this, uh, your your co-thief down. Uh, and the other one is kind of looking on and is kind of like examining their boots as if they're like, you know, kind of forgetting that they should guard and trying to steal this person's footwear, uh, perhaps, or kind of casing them down for other loot. Uh, and with that intelligence roll, again, you're rolling very high and uh, Stefan's character is rolling abysmally low. Uh, you can see sure enough that behind them on the water tower uh, is just kind of, you know, uh, laced up with some string, this yellow envelope uh, about, you know, six feet in the air uh, onto this structure. I run for it, like around them as much as I possibly can using my sneak ability. Well, this would be a sneak because you're just sprinting to get it. You'll be in full view uh, unless you want to like sneak around through the cornfield as much as possible. Um, they're pretty way. distracted, though, eh? They are, so you'll get a head start if you just booked it. But, That's what I'm doing. You know. Okay, so this will be a strength roll. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, you're sprinting, so. Use my inspiration. <laughs> okay. It's not a dexterity roll? Uh, no, for pure, like, just sprinting in this case, no. Uh, dexterity, I would take that to mean just kind of like vaulting over stuff or, or sneaking, gotcha. uh, but in just pure speed, uh, that would be strength. I am so glad I used my uh, inspiration. So 12. 
Okay, um, so with that, uh, as you're sprinting here, uh, you are getting to the envelope, but the uh, bigger man, the older man, uh, you do get a head start, but as soon as you sprint out of the open, he turns around as clocking you, and he is making speed to catch up with you quite handily, as you are definitely going to reach the envelope in time, but the second you do, uh, he is just going to, you know, potentially tackle you. Uh, you're aware that he is faster once he gets up to speed. This tower that you're looking at is kind of like what I imagine to be a kind of watering mechanism where there's kind of like, it's almost like a small crane uh, with a watering device over top. Uh, and it's kind of like almost scaffolding as in it has like different bars and people can climb it in different ways to refill the water tanks and that kind of thing. It's kind of like almost a construction tool, if that makes sense. What happens if instead I climb, I try to climb up first and then wrap up the cord because you said it's on a uh, will I have enough time to climb up and then grab the um, the rope uh, you, yeah we could see what the role is this would be either strength or dexterity to climb it yeah. both are six and terrible <laughs> can you charisma your way up the up the the scaffolding? You I could. I have an eight. Just turn around. You're like, hey, stop. Just stop. Okay. Actually, stop Julian, it. the highest I can get here is 12. Okay. So. It's possible he just has to roll low. He rolled a six for his strength last time. Uh, and these guys have average stats, which are like seven or eight is their base. But okay. Let's All right. do it. You're climbing it up. Let's, let's see it. And while she's climbing, she's going to scream, look out at the guy behind her to try and yeah. psych him out. Okay. <laughs> nice. He's like, what? He's going to look back and yeah, go, yeah, yeah. look out. <laughs> what happened? Whoa. Okay. Oh, fuck. Seven. Oh, shit. Seven's very bad. Make a charisma roll <laughs> for that distraction. Okay. Well, I don't want to play anymore. This is a rough chapter. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, okay, seven strength or dexterity to climb, nine charisma. Uh, yeah, he still rolled an 11 here, which is enough to, uh, you kind of yell, look out, but as you go to climb, he just grabs you around the waist and is just like, again, just being an older, you know, just a bigger person, uh, is pulling you down, uh, as just as like, come here, you, as you're just kind of bringing you back down to the ground there as you have some hands on the scaffolding. Um, you're, you know, debatably in combat if you wanted to fight off this guy. The envelope is like right in front of your face, as it were. Yeah, just I kind want of it. Like... She's a scrappy girl. She's gonna just. <laughs> so as as that's sort of happening, um, I I think uh, you know we see a, a shot of of um, of Fenriel like like and then the the big guy like trying to pull her off the uh, off the scaffolding, um, and then we see like coming through the cornfield like we see like a yeah. little. <laughs> Um, like right. that little hole or whatever we see from the top. Um, and then we see this little yeah! thing come out, right? Sees what's happening and then goes up to uh, this dude's like pant leg and just like bites mm -hmm. it and starts like trying to pull uh, this dude off of uh, Fenrir. And um, the big guy I'm imagining, if I may, Julian, <laughs> is like holding Fenrir and kind of like looks back to see what's on his pant leg and is like, look at this tiny little thing. And then as he's like looking at the little tiny squirrel, he like sees like a big shadow just like <laughs> encompass him. And then he like looks up like, Ooh, and there's Alexi like standing there just like all chest. 
just like in his in his face. <laughs> just shit. just appears. Yeah, I love it. He and the reason why up. this is being allowed here is once again, John rolled like a sixteen or an eighteen luck. So right. you know, in true to become godly luck on those kind of fate rolls, then you are allowed to make those kind of entrances. But sure enough, uh, that happens, and uh, yeah, uh, we have a comedy of different sizes of people here with the foxel, with the man, with Fenriel and Alexi. Uh, and this tower and the small but valuable envelope uh, in front of Fenriel here. Um, as you hear uh, uh, just the, the man um, with the cane just kind of say, stop, please stop. I had no idea we had a catalyst here. Uh, everyone stop. Everyone stand down. I will pay you for your efforts. I <laughs> am embarrassed. I didn't expect Enforcer you to be here. Can I help you with anything? Uh, the man with the cane and his bodyguard are kind of, you know, approaching. They were just watching, uh, you know, uh, some strides away. And while this happens, can Fenriel quickly, like, you know, during the kerfuffle of them all getting off of each other, can she grab the envelope and put it in her... <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of snatch that. Yep. Yeah. Sneak! <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Alexi just sort of turns around and says, like, my little friend here and I, uh, we're looking for our mutual companion." This uh, scrappy one here. Uh, Fenrir just kind of like gets, she's like, you know, puts her shoulders back and goes, this is my bodyguard. I'm kind of an important person. <laughs> Alexi just sort of turns and says, um, so sorry to interrupt uh, whatever is going on here. <laughs> uh, what is going on here is a recruitment my name is Samuel Trafalgar and I'm looking for people that uh, are interested in um, employment um, so that we, we may make these wilds a safer place hmm. Alexi just sort of like scratches his chin hmm you sound like a man who has a lofty goal um, I wish to help you <laughs> and then Fenrir kind of looks at him and goes I'm sorry but do you, do you recognize that he just had a guard try to take me down oh yes but uh, I think I heard the word game it didn't feel like a game did you see how they took down the other guy just mashed him uh, well if uh, it pleases both uh, yourself and um, uh, your uh client kind of smiles towards Fenriel. Please uh, walk with me. Let us uh, walk and talk. Um, for your efforts, since the game wasn't won, um, here, each of you take $2 each. As uh, he just kind of uh, smiles towards Stefan, despite your character being in pain at kind of being armbarred yeah. on the ground and eating dirt, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the guy does kind of release you as he has no, you know, uh, apparent ill will uh, in this moment towards you. I, I, I just can I just say that my character is just like I'm gonna still look for the envelope and he, he just is like looking for an envelope he never saw <laughs> he didn't see it happen and that's when I think Fenrir goes you say no one won the game but where's the envelope <laughs> oh towards uh, this man Trafalgar yeah uh, he just kind of uh, smiles like well clearly you have it uh, if you don't mind following me <laughs> So, yeah, we cut away to the outside, uh, and it's just purely like a, a city block away, uh, perhaps a little less, uh, where, yeah, uh, Sinyi, uh, in this, uh, you know, quite uh, 
garish, perhaps pink uh, raincoat that you found. Uh, and also, uh, Louisa, to remind you, you rolled like a 20, I think, on luck. So if you ever want to cash out what else you found in that car, uh, the Stone Guard car, you are welcome to. I like when they cut over from this really scrappy scene. It's like a close up on some very pink boots sloshing. And then you just hear. <laughs> I'll be honest, when I agreed to help you, I didn't imagine so much walking. And then it pans out, and she's only, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. walking half away from where they got the food. Yeah. Jo- Jonas kind of, like, looks back. He's not even far. He's like, Wait, you, you're tired already? Yes. All right, Sarah. And then he, Sarah kind of, like, walks over and grabs your your hand. Like, like maybe he tries to reach to, like like, hold your hand to... Be like Sarah, can we? Uh, can you help Sinia you get to the car? And so Jonah just keeps kind of walking. And Sarah just looks up at Sinia and is just like, "I, if you want, I can help." How would? How are you proposing help then? Well, just take my hand. Uh huh. Look, we've already walked fifteen paces, and you didn't even think about it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you have any um any paper trails following you documented anywhere else something we should be aware of i really don't know honestly that's kind of why i came to the office originally i wanted to see exactly how much is out on my little girl and me but uh why yeah, would that's... there be anything on her uh <clears throat> he kind of like looks down to sarah looks up to Sinye. um uh, uh, and he, he just kind of gets in like a loop of us. He doesn't really know what to say. Um, he, he misspoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to help you, you're going to have to be a little more honest with me. Right. Can we, uh, can we talk in the car maybe away from everyone else? All these sure. people? Slosh, 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 slosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the Foley. Love it. As you get back to the van, but as you approach the van, you do notice that there is uh, flyers, uh, you know, um, standard paper uh, flyers here, uh, just kind of put into the uh, the front of each car, just between the uh, windshield wipers, and there's one on yours as well. And uh, whoever cares to kind of pick it up, uh, you see uh, kind of uh, on a white piece of paper, um, something to the tune of um, uh, it has this logo that has like a spearhead and says Broadheads Hunting Company. Those interested meet at Lowborough Boat Launch North in brackets Wednesday at noon. Experience, excitement, meet and hide guaranteed. Do I have any prior knowledge of hearing about something like that? But yeah, you can make you can make a luck roll. See if you just if you came across uh, you know your news desk as it were. This is the first time I have ever heard of them. <laughs> crit fail. Oh, crit fail. <laughs> One. Okay. Yeah, nice. uh, you stub your toe, Sinye, uh, and uh, you have uh, an injury. You have, a, you have an injury of a stub toe at uh, at a notch of one. You are injured. She crumples up the paper <laughs> and throws it on the ground and starts stomping on it, but then realizes that's hurting her toe more. Does she also now have a paper cut? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. You also paper cut. I love it. That I'm wearing cut. a false. <laughs> on your hands too? Oh, oh, on my my hands. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, this wet paper somehow cut. You. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so you have those double, very minor injuries. With that uh, one piece of news, you arrive back at the car here. Cool. I kind of, I I acknowledge the crumpled paper and acknowledge how. Uh, upset it made uh <laughs> and I just kind of like nod and I, I go into the van and, and gesture for sh- Sarah to follow close the door <laughs> how's uh how's your toe and I just like look at him <laughs> <laughs> alright dumb question <laughs> uh alright listen we don't usually I don't usually talk too much about uh um I guess everything uh yeah. Yeah, we're like I said before in the uh, in limestone. I'm I'm kind of hoping to get a little trust here. So I'll uh, you ask questions and I'll answer best I can, I guess. Why would they be looking for you? For me or for Sarah? Start with one, go on to the other. They're looking for me because I'm connected to Sarah. They're looking for Sarah because she's. Dad, wait! Don't. <laughs> Sarah, we gotta we gotta give someone a shot. Uh, I, I I think I've I think I've taught you a little. I think I've sheltered you a little too much. We gotta, Sarah. You gotta know that we gotta trust people, and I'm a little worried that you're not really you're not developing that as much. And I think that's. And he kind of like slumps down. He's like, "It's I know that's partially because of me. I know how I am, but we gotta we gotta." We gotta open our hands up a little bit, right? Be like that. Be like the big guy, you know. Sorry, and he looks up to Sinyu. Sinyu's been like pretending not to pay too much attention, and is just like licking her wound, maybe rummaging for something to cover it up. And Sarah, she puts her hand on Jonas's and just goes, "Okay, Dad. If you trust her, I trust her." Yeah, yeah. Thanks, honey. Thank you. Um, all right. So my daughter is, a uh, is the, uh, she's also the daughter of a new age catalyst. Ever since she was born, she's, uh, she's been on, people have been trying to take her away from me. And for whatever reasons, we have no idea who's trying to take her. We have no idea what list we're on. And I can only assume it's, it's from the fucking people who are sending the catalyst. That's, that's my first guess. I mean, it, new it's age catalyst. catalyst. She's not registered. Was your um, was your other parent registered? She's uh, she's not around anymore. I don't know where she is. I'm sorry for your loss. I, I guess I'm leaving out some details, but that's I mean that's the that's the sh- you know the long short the short of it really is that's the reason. I I, I don't I, I don't know why we're being hunted. I think it's partially because of her background and what she is, but no, not what she is, who she is. How would people know? I have no idea. And she has a pretty distinct, uh, and I, I think maybe for the first time he kind of like points out like a, like a birthmark like on her face. He's like she's she's lovely in every way, but that doesn't help in terms of identity, which is why I keep the hood up over her head sometimes. How old are you? She turns to Sarah. Yeah, I believe she is a year and a half, but she, like, is older. Like she grows quicker, as in she's probably more like three or four. Which has been great how Chrissy's been acting with her and everyone else, like even older in terms of, you know, speech pattern mm-hmm. and cognizant. And how long ago have people been looking for her? 
it's uh, essentially since my my partner, uh, since the uh, since she died, referring to his partner, um, there was an event that caused her to to be put on the map, and uh, whoever killed my my wife at the time has decided to hunt after her and me by association. So we're thinking that she, they want to use her for some kind of experiments or studies, maybe? That's the only thing I could think of. Well, I could potentially search some databases. And I don't want to talk about it, but did your wife have a name? Yeah, it's, uh... It's written right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I never forget. <laughs> so I never, he right doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't remember <laughs> yeah. anything about her. She was worthless to him. I'll tell you exactly what her it's, name it's is. It's she and uh, Stephanie. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, like the clothing line. <laughs> exactly. She and like how do you spell that? Uh, S H Y, she uh, A N N E. Yeah, Shan. Her name was Shan. She was a. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say I'll just say recon model for now. She was a recon model, uh, new age cast, new right. age recon. Well, I mean, there perhaps there's something I can do for you here, but seeing as I'm on vacation, um, you know, our <laughs> key cards get automatically locked out when we go on vacation, so I'm gonna need access to a um, remote device that's not in office in order to boot up the backup code. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you need help, I'll I'll help with whatever. Uh, thank thank you, thank you. Really, this is a uh, this is kind of uncommon for us. So, thank you. Nice. Um, as uh, both uh, Jonas and Cindy receive an inspiration point, it's pretty uh, momentous momentous uh, truth being spelled out there. cut uh, back to where Alexi, Fenriel, uh, and Fennec are, uh, where we see Trafalgar's little camp outside by the greenhouse by this trailer, uh, where you see the small fire uh, with some, you know, uh, a stew pot uh, just kind of lazily hanging on this fire here, as um, we can see that, uh, yeah, uh, this man now, Trafalgar, just kind of takes off his kind of wide-brimmed hat, hat and kind of combs kind of a long grayish hair. Uh, he looks to be in his, you know, the 50s, if not in the best health, which kind of coat some more in his 60s or 70s or getting on in years um, but uh, he kind of offers up uh, a seat um, and says I'm sorry it isn't much but please make yourself at home um, I wish to know more about uh, you both you mentioned that you have a bodyguard is that truly your intention here Catalyst I must say it you're there isn't enough thanks in the world for everything that you did for us during well, during the war. Um, yeah, at, at the sort of mention of the war, I think Alexi just kind of, uh, he just sort of noticeably sort of shudders or whatever um, and just kind of says like, yes, uh, the war. It was a long time ago. But uh, my uh, friend here, uh, I'm not so much a bodyguard, uh, more of a concerned friend. Uh, not used to seeing her pinned up against structures. Well, your friend should take great care. 
thieving in the open like that is very dangerous. Alexa just sort of like shoots her like a like a sort of parenty kind of look, like <gasps> like a like a th- thieving. You are you like just says like stealing. And then she looks at him and goes, "If I was any good at it, he wouldn't have known." Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Alexi just sort of like looks to um, looks to um, Trafalgar and just says, "Like I am so sorry about her. It will, Don't I promise. apologize for me. Listen, you have done enough. Listen, it will never happen again. I promise. I'm not making that promise." <laughs> she is right. You don't need to apologize to me. I do not run See? the town of Inverary. It is more so that, well, as you well know, uh, sorry, what what is your call sign, Enforcer? Uh, my name is Alexi. And he like pulls out his hand to for a handshake. Ah, uh, he looks a little cautiously at your hand just because it's a big mitt and his hand is frail by comparison, but he just kind of gingerly like shakes it uh, very lightly. Yeah, I think um, I think if I may, Julian, that that uh, Trafalgar is surprised by with by the by the the gentile nature of Alexi's handshake. Oh, uh, he is surprised yeah. as uh, he just kind of sighs in relief at uh, what he thought would be pain uh, coming <laughs> um, as uh, but he's still quick to retract his hand there afterwards. Alexi, what a very civil name. Um, all I mean to say is, yes, there is no need to be apologizing to me. I do not run this town. In fact, that kind of goes efficiently towards my point. No one here runs this town. This is what is affectionately known as the Wilds. Up north, away from Limestone, Toronto, Montreal, any other settlements that still exist, a Marathon even... Up here, there is but chaos. And when a bunch of people come through this chaos, well, there is an opportunity to make order. In fact, I believe from my history that it is very important to make order or else chaos will reign. And if someone, looking towards Fenriel here, if someone more cruel than Kyra here were to catch you, Perhaps the merchant, and if you were stealing something more than a, a treat, the consequences could be quite more dire. And Alexi again just sort of glances a look, like, "Mm-hmm." Are you listening? Like that kind of look over to over to Fenriel. <laughs> I. It's true. If you were to apply yourself, you know, if you put as much energy into, uh. you know, <laughs> sort of generic like parent parent teacher interview conversation. <laughs> But then Fenriel gets really quiet and she just stares across the fire and goes, You've got no idea what torture is, truly. He looks at you and there's something about the steadiness of his gaze where he says, Of that you may be surprised, my dear. Fenriel stiffens, like noticeably. She's like all of a sudden on edge. Uh, his technique instead is to kind of look away and he changes subject, kind of, again, poking at the fire. However, this is my offer. I am looking to get in contact, to make deals, contracts with people so we can stabilize the wilds, and I'm looking for suitable people to help me. And we need all kinds of people. Allies, gestures at you both, thieves, strong men, enforcer types uh, like yourself, and anyone else of your family or group 
I'm sure we can find word for them. So you mean anyone disposable? No, Miss, I mean quite the opposite. Indispensable. Only through a structure of people, of teams, can we tame out these wilds and make it safe for people to live in. And we can profit from it. We can gain security, money. When I look out there of the current residents of Inverary, I see a lot of people with a lot of money, but not a lot of skills to survive out here. Wouldn't you agree? Alexi just sort of like looks looks across, you know, thinking back to the people he sort of saw, um, you know, waiting in line for food or whatever. He sort of like dusts his legs off and stands up with his hands on his legs, doing one of those like, and just kind of like gets up. I couldn't agree with you more. How can I help? And then Fenriel just kind of looks at him and goes, We need a minute. Why don't you take the night? Please find me in the morning, and if you have anyone else to add to my collective, seek me out. We will be around here, and we can talk further. Say, oh, after breakfast, sometime between... 10 and 11, I must admit, my watch stops, so now I am just like the zealots following the sun whenever it is before noon. Fenriel's just, like, not looking at him. Fine. Yeah, Lexi just says, like, thanks again for uh, the fire, for the seat, for the company. And he, like, reaches his hand out. I think one shake was enough, but thank you so much, Alexi. It is so heartening to, um, well, find an enforcer who is, well, just seems like a true gentleman. And uh, enjoy that $10, Fenriel. I'm sure you will share it or spend it as needed. Mm. <laughs> um, Alexi just sort of like gestures a little wave and starts walking towards Fenriel. Yeah, you two can, you know, you're not like, again, it's kind of a trailer outside that's kind of on the, you know, outer reaches of this very small town. So it, it takes no navigation needed. Uh, but you are kind of followed with kind of, you know, some of the hooded eyes of this uh, this beefy bodyguard that I mentioned who was referenced as Glass. And then this uh, woman who accosted you, Fenrir, originally called Kyra, mm-hmm. uh, who kind of look on as you both leave with, uh, you know, your foxhole, of course. Yeah, and Fenrir just lets, like, puts Fennec up around her neck behind her. Um, her hood, just so he's hidden. And then she takes Alexi and starts, you know, she's motions for him to come down to her level. And uh, she goes, and he does. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. I don't understand why you're so kind. He's a stranger. A stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Fenrir's kind of rolls her eyes and looks back at Alexi and says, well, from my experience, strangers are not to be trusted. Hmm. I, I see. Yeah. Like, what was that torture comment he made? I think it is torture to live in a body that gives out on you, crumbles in your hands. Yes, he looks like he knows pain. Trust me, I know this look on a man. And then Fenriel whips off her glove and looks at him and goes, No, this is pain! And she shows her black hand and arm. This is what makes me wary of strangers. Do you mean like black, like burn? Like burn black? Like almost dead. Oh, wow. Alexi's, yeah, like, uh, I didn't, uh, I I didn't know. I, I... Of course you didn't. We met yesterday. 
or this morning. I don't even know what time. It was guided by the sun. <laughs> yeah, you met a couple hours ago. And just to add on to the flavor even more, that blackness, as I imagine it, uh, in terms of lore, would be almost like a, a charcoaled corpse, like mm-hmm. that kind of almost mm-hmm. like okay. burned fruit, wow. and yeah. that kind of crispy and, you know, mm. uh, yeah, very burned. And just before um, Fenriel can put her glove back on, you see Fennec come down and start licking her hand. Oh. Yeah, Lexi, um, he's upset by the by the whole sort of deal. He's, uh, yeah, he's upset by it. Um, I think he just sort of like looks out into the, the crowds of people. And uh, Alexei says, uh, I know we haven't known each other for a long time, but uh, look at look at those people. Hungry, tired, scared. A lot of them don't know where they will go, uh, what awaits them. We have the ability to do something, to help someone. Eh? Like, uh, think of little Sarah, eh? waiting for her puddle to jump in. I am thinking of Sarah. Then you are ready to help? Listen, this jolly giant thing you've got going on is charming. <laughs> and I know that you mean well. But you don't know me. You're right. We've only known each other a very short time. And a very short time is about as long as I know people. So I'm willing to stay. But I'm not going to put on this hero attitude that you and your compatriots have. I'm here for myself. And I'm here to stay if there's a little bit of money and a little bit of luck that I can get before I move on. Hmm. I've got things to do. And I will not waste my time with people prancing around trying to be heroes. And Alexi just kind of throws his hands in the air. Tasty, tasty. Listen. Stay, don't stay. It doesn't matter to me. But uh, if you're going to stay, then help. As he sort of just like walks past her, just walking on to the van. And Fenriel, uh, to kind of uh, unintentionally punctuate uh, his point, you see in the background a kind of center uh, fire in the kind of center of town, so to speak. Uh, You notice a musician has kind of strung up a guitar and is kind of pacing around here. And people are kind of almost naturally forming a circle around this fire and kind of, you know, heading into a collective kind of evening uh, mode as they're consolidating what is wet and what is dry and what wares they have left. And, you know, uh, you can kind of see that sense of community uh, kind of growing there. And, and, and can I just say in the corner, there's like a, like a table with, with a, like a, like a checkers table. And there's a guy like, like he's like, he's like, like jumping a bunch of pieces and just like, and yeah, <laughs> however. Oh, how did you get so many of them? Uh, I'll get you next time. That's it. Just, just that. Beautiful callback. Beautiful callback. I like too. That's lovely. Uh, you know what? Each of yourselves give an inspiration point to both Stefan and Louisa because you did that callback and that was beautiful. More of those, please. That was gorgeous. And as Fenriel's looking out over this and she's seeing people like laughing and the guitar and watching, um, you know, just the frivolity, you see her like start to shake. And she's just like, she cl- puts her hands in, in fists and just starts breathing really slowly and goes, remember 
what you're doing. Do not forget why you're here. Remember what you're doing. Do not forget why you're here. Um, but yeah, sleeping arrangements, how people are getting cozy. These are, you know, uh, important questions uh, for your group to navigate as you head towards uh, nighttime. And it is spring, so it will be, you know, a brisk at night. Um, and uh, there is unfortunately not a, a lot of uh, traditional shelter, as in the car is looking like a good place to sleep, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I think um, Alexi, um, as he sort of approaches the van, um it wants to lay out uh, the offer from Trafalgar um, uh, to to the crew, uh, and just says uh, just says something along the lines of like um, money, uh, you know, money and uh, the chance to make a, a community a safe uh, a place, people in the wild, and he's just like kind of like just sort of like gestating, like doesn't really know what he's saying, just kind of like saying all the buzzwords that he sort of heard. Uh, he's a little excited by the by the prospect of doing this, so he's just kind of like. Yes, uh, money and uh, a chance to help, and uh, uh, and he's just sort of like going off, yeah. And he sort of catches himself as he's sort of rambling, um, and just says like, uh, "I realize I never really asked, uh, what is the plan here? Um, it seems like everyone has uh, something they'd rather be doing." Uh, Am I wrong? Based on my luck roll from before, I think what I'd like to find out in elsewhere in, in the van is either... Sure. I, I feel like a device might... Although if it's not charged, might be too much. Like, either that or, like, makeup. <laughs> like, I know these hey, are two very rolled... different things. No, Louisa, I believe you rolled a 20 luck. So if you're looking for like a laptop with like a kind of like way to get on to like the net potentially yeah. and also like a makeup kit, you find both. Cool. So, I mean, as this is happening, I'd like to like, if it's okay, I, I'm probably going to take the makeup and like try to cover up the birthmark on Sarah. Mm. Yeah. And then okay. she's just going to like touch it up there and then she's going to put it away. And then she's going to put like just a gentle hand and just like to kind of blend it in on her cheek. And then she's going to like just have a gentle smile. It's a little warm, but there's also maybe something else behind it as well. Cool. Interesting. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say actually Jonas doesn't read anything else behind it. I think he's like totally trusting a Sydney. I'm just going to say he's like blind. He's, he's like, I finally kind of found someone. Maybe maybe some people that I can trust. He's just going to he's just going to like smile and see this. And he's going to look to Jonas. Sorry, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna look to Alexi, and um, uh, he's gonna say, "You know what? Right now, my uh, my goal is wherever she goes and looks kind of to to Sarah, um, and just really keeping her safe. And uh, I gotta say, I feel I feel safe here at the moment. I think. What about you, big man? You're the one who posed the question. What are you doing? <laughs> It is a difficult question. Now that I think of it, uh, maybe not fair to ask, but uh, (laughs) for right now, uh, yes, uh, I like you, all of you, yes, and I want to see you succeed, but uh, I have a chance here to make something good. uh, I don't want to give that up. 
And that's when Fenrail comes into the uh, the scene, um, and she just looks at him and goes, "Well, might be worth sticking around for a couple of days to do some good, isn't it?" <laughs> Sorry, what an introduction. We did. Some, we saw some things. We talked to some people, and then she takes out the envelope and puts it on the ground between them. And goes, "There's ten dollars. Might be worth buying some provisions. There might be more where that come from. Where that comes from." Alexi just sort of like looks at her and says, "Like, um, not looking for a nice tree to curl up in tonight." First of all, that's offensive. <laughs> Second, <laughs> I did find myself a nice oak. <laughs> But, besides the point, I'm here to talk about what we do, because, like our jolly friend here, I like you folks. And it's been a while since I've found folks that I like. I think I have a couple of days in me. What about you, Sinye? I'll stick around, see it through. Make sure you're okay. And then she, like picks up the other things in the makeup kit that she doesn't need and like a lipstick and an eyeliner and she tosses them over to Alexi. What do you say? Pleasures of life. Uh, Alexi just sort of like, he has no idea what she means. Like he's literally just like holding his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, thank you. As he just kind of like holds them. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Sarah Bear? What are you thinking? Um, I feel safe with them, and I don't think that we felt safe for a while, Dad. But then she shoots a sideways glance to Sinyi. Nice. As um, perhaps a camera kind of pulls away from that and through this microcosm of community for these uh, four, uh, as you started, we're strangers. Uh, we can see uh, more macro once again as the as in the way of closing up sign where we just tend to get bigger and bigger we see that this guitarist has kind of uh, rang in these people uh from all uh what from limestone and uh from the fringes here as they're all kind of gathering around and eating uh and there's firelight and uh it almost has a festive atmosphere uh as people are just happy to be alive and find community and it keeps pulling back further and further north um, and we see as we kind of go along the road across a field, uh, we see two figures uh, standing, uh, one with a spear that kind of stands, uh, perhaps a walking stick kind of looking out there, uh, and another uh, figure who is kind of hunched over, who sprints uh, and reaches the other two um, and just kind of says somewhat breathlessly, we found two herds. We'll be ready. Um, as uh, one of the figures looks over to the one with the spear and says, there's a word for what they're doing. I forget what it is. And the figure with the spear just kind of puts on a helmet, uh, which has uh, six uh, kind of uh, dots, uh, almost like a die that go upwards. And she finishes by saying, trespassing. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. 
Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Sign Universe, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network, with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey there, we're DM to GM. I'm your DM from Dungeons and Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from the end of time and other bothers, Sean Howard. What we like to do around here is answer the questions that you have about tabletop RPGs and get you started feeling comfortable playing games around your table. We want to share our real experiences, what we've learned, what's been helpful, so that other people can get going. And because and a lot of these hurdles are just in their head. So find us every other week wherever you listen to podcasts or visit dm2gm.com. DM to GM. Get your game started.